0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Happy Hour Network. This is the Play by Play podcast hosted by myself, Jack McFarland, and Nick Schlemmer.
1: Hey, guys, how's it going?
0: Guys, we have a very exciting episode for you today and kind of a unique one. We're straying away just for this episode only our unique segments. So you know how we do, you know, two or three unique segments an episode. We're going to be doing one overarching theme today. And that theme is marketing for Gen Z but not
1: get into it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's going to be exciting. But perhaps the most exciting part of this episode will come at the very end. When I heard a little rumor, Nick, did did you hear this rumor too?
1: You know, I heard about this rumor and hopefully it doesn't come true, but I think it's going to.
0: Yeah, I think there's a high probability. Um, (laughs) We both heard from multiple sources that a certain little slim will be stopping by to drop a verse from his debut song near the end of the show.
1: Oh, no. Well, (laughs) we'll see how this goes, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, me too. Yeah,
0: this is going to be be a great one. Let's jump right in. All right, we're going to jump right into marketing to Gen Z today. But first, we're going to go a little blast from the past, Nick. We're going to take it back to what has marketing looked like for the past couple decades, really, really since uh, the millennials got into work and then now have been running the workforce as Gen X and baby boomers are starting to retire slash almost are, are retired yeah. for baby boomers.
1: Yeah. So, so like you mentioned, we're, we're taking it back a little bit. And, and one thing to point out is that in the past companies tend to target whatever major generation is quote unquote In control right Mm -hmm. whoever is that top generation and like you said right now it's probably what millennials and yeah millennials
0: and and, uh gen x like i said like baby boomers are you know in the in their 60s 70s now yeah so they are pretty much out of the workforce except for you know some outliers um and even gen z the oldest members of gen z are eyeing retirement you know i mean like either retiring early or they're you know They're getting close. Um, (laughs) So a lot of the focus since about, I'd say the early 2000s, when millennials were about 20, 21, entering the workforce, most advertisements have been targeting towards them. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just not the case anymore. I mean, in the past year, I'd say specifically, um, maybe even COVID kickstarted this a bit. We're seeing the switch from millennials to Gen Z advertisements.
1: Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, like you you called it the switch. I mean, that's that's perfectly how I would describe it as well as we've seen this huge change in in the fact that Gen Z is more like, I don't know how I want to say it, upbeat, kind of a different vibe in a way that yeah. how they're how they're trying yeah. to reach our generation. Is that how you would describe yeah.
0: it? Yeah, yeah, I would I would describe it just like that. And based on the research, um, it says it in a little different way, but it, it drives the same point. Millennial advertisements tend to be more saving money, investing money, um, finding Mm -hmm. the right deals. Like when you watch advertisements from the past 20 years, everything's like, oh, look at this price. It's such a great deal. Or look at this investment app or this investment opportunity. Look at these rates, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily because they're older. And, you know, Gen Z is younger, so we're not really looking at investment so much yet. That does have a part to play in it. But the studies show that since baby boomers, the number of kids that out earn their parents has just plummeted. And that like the millennials are like the first real generation that it's rare to out earn your parent. I believe it was like baby boomers. It was like 90% of kids make more than their parents did. Yeah. And uh, millennials, it's about 15%, fifteen percent, 20 percent. Yeah,
1: so they are very geared towards saving money. Yeah, and and on the flip side of that, I feel like Gen Z is going to end up being that generation to where we're going to try and out outperform our parents in that. Yeah. You think? Well, yeah. and
0: and I think a big part of that is having to deal with like technology. I'd say there's such oh, a huge sure. change in technology just all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That there's all these brand new, never heard of jobs before that have the potential to earn so much money.
1: The different avenues that you could go to make money nowadays, like almost anything is on the table. Like Mm -hmm. any different route that you could come up with, you can probably make some kind of money off it. It might not be like a living, but you can make money off it.
0: But if you do something enough, you know, if you work hard enough at it, you, you never know. I mean... I always think of like a YouTuber, like how mm-hmm. YouTube wasn't even really a thing 15 years ago. And now yeah. it's like, I don't have the exact number, but if you ask like kids that are like, like five to 10 is the range, I think the number one most common job they want to do is a YouTuber or an YouTuber. influencer, <laughs> which is, which just was unheard of a decade ago.
1: Yeah. Like no exactly. one even
0: thought you could ever make a living off that. So like, who knows in 10 years, what new jobs will be that you can just make tons of money from?
1: No, yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said, YouTube fifteen years ago, it was there.
0: Yeah, it was there. Nobody, weren't...
1: nobody used it as a revenue or income source for, for like to. Yeah, it was life.
0: just like posting a, a funny, a funny video of your cat or something yeah. like that, like just something random. <laughs> to,
1: to now, people are making six figures off of posting daily youtube videos like more than that for some but it seems like as soon as you gain those six-figure followings on these social media platforms you're the amount of money that you're able to bring in with like brand deals and just appearances and all kinds of stuff it's it's just crazy
0: yeah like if you take mr beast for example i'm sure everyone our age knows exactly who i'm talking about and but if you don't he's a huge youtuber who does these crazy videos and he gets what what his average goes up all the time I don't even know what it hundreds of millions of views every video mm-hmm. he gets more than the Super Bowl on almost all of his videos and yeah. I, I saw a thing where an economist tried to estimate the value of his channel and he, he also has companies now too yeah. like Feastables, mm-hmm. chocolate is huge now he said that it'd be worth about 10 billion dollars. For the amount, it, it based on, a uh, price for a commercial in the Super Bowl, you know, which mm-hmm. is millions and millions, yeah. and then if you take that number and account it for his views and all his companies, yeah, he's worth just an unfathomable amount of money.
1: He he's like another Elon Elon Musk, like
0: exactly in the
1: billions range, which is crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> it,
0: it is crazy, and like part of what they do so successfully, um is gearing towards Gen Z. Like a Mr. Beast video yeah. does not gear towards
1: a millennial. I, I'm sorry. No. He no, does yeah. not have yeah.
0: that in mind when he's making a video.
1: Probably a millennial and then any other generation. If me and you showed a, his, one of his videos to our dads, they would sit there and question what, what they're watching. Yeah, like, like <laughs> what is this? It,
0: it's a lot of, and, and especially his newer videos, are a lot of quick. It's a lot of quickness, you know, like snap decision type things where something will happen for two minutes and he's on to the next thing on to the next thing on to the next thing yeah and i think that has to do with marketing to gen z because that's exactly how the world is, is turning to
1: especially yep. with tiktok couldn't couldn't have said it any better tiktok quick flips quick transitions and if you haven't been on tiktok it's short sporadic videos pretty much get your attention hold it for like 20, 30 seconds, and then it's a different exactly. video. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, you've been on TikTok. Everyone
0: listening ha- at least knows of TikTok. Yeah, it's so big at this point that I don't know if you could walk into a room of a thousand people and find
1: five that have never heard of TikTok. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I could. That's so true. Like they may not have used it before, but yeah, they've seen it. They've heard it. It yeah it's everywhere yeah Thank and you.
0: it's and it's like youtube as well like you know five years ago tiktok wasn't even called tiktok and then during covid it started it was like funny and like you know yeah. comedy and now you can what tiktok shop is the brand new thing yeah now there's a whole
1: amazon shop kind yeah. of yeah it's like, like a timu shop embedded in into tiktok yeah
0: and then like if you're if you're a major company or even a small company, you have a TikTok. You have oh, to advertise yeah. on TikTok. If you're going yeah. to be successful in any form of business or marketing, you have to have a TikTok. Yes. It's almost like having a LinkedIn if you want to network. You know, you have to have LinkedIn mm-hmm. if you seriously want to network. Yeah. If you want to advertise a market to Gen Z, you it, go on TikTok. Exactly.
1: It's the probably the fastest and Free is another thing. It's mm-hmm. fast and free on how to reach Gen Z the the quickest. Yeah, that is such a good point you bring up to it's free. Get, like, To guarantee that you are going to reach a lot of people for free. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, think about if you were a company and you wanted to make a commercial. Yeah. Why would you even do that anymore? You know, yeah. <laughs> Like, when was the last time, Nick? Like, seriously, when was the last time you sat down and watched TV? For real,
1: for real would be the last football game. Last, and Saturday. I was just about to say, <laughs> if
0: you don't include football,
1: if I don't. So if you don't football, include
0: like college football, watching the away game or the home game went like it's, it's, it's rare.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's probably it was something with golf and the Ryder Cup that was the yeah, last.
0: So exactly, I I have not watched TV that was not a sports related.
1: Oh, in, yeah. in so long. Yeah, if it's not sports-related, it's probably been a couple of months since I just sat down and watched TV.
0: Now, like, I would say, like, if I'm on vacation and in the hotel room and there's a TV, like, I'll turn it on. But I don't, like, sit in my room and think, oh, what would I – do I want to, you know, play video games or go outside or watch TV? I just don't do that. And a lot of Gen Z doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, exactly. And and for most of them, like, today alone, I'm walking around campus – countless people on tiktok Mm -hmm. just walking scrolling scrolling it's all you see ever i'm in the library doing homework i look over someone's on tiktok like
1: (laughs) that is the way to go people used to talk about oh what do you do in your pastime scroll on tiktok yeah i I, TikTok. uh, i'd hate to say it but scrolling on tiktok is probably most people's response nowadays oh
0: 100 (laughs) and that's why it's such a big thing for companies trying Mm -hmm. to reach gen z i mean one huge example right now uh, is the NFL, right? They have been blowing up their social media because of Taylor Swift. You know, they changed their bio. They changed their profile pictures. They constantly, Hmm. constantly, constantly, constantly tweet about it. Um, I go on, I have the ESPN app. For people that don't know me, I really don't have that many apps on my phone, but I have the ESPN app. And I like to go on there and read sports articles, right? Well, now I go on there. And every single article is about Taylor Swift at the NFL game or Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I'm like, what is going on? But that directly ties in to marketing to Gen Z with celebrities. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that's always been a thing, you know, using someone. Oh, look, look at Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He uses this shampoo. You should buy it too. I feel like now it's evolving to craziness. Honestly, yes. <laughs> did you, Nick, did you hear the thing? It was just this last week at the Chiefs Jets game. They showed Taylor Swift on TV. Yeah. And she was wearing some shirt and some jeans and eating like chicken tenders or something. It's a normal, normal, everyday, like football game, ballpark outfit food, right? Yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary. Well, the that specific shirt or shirts like it slash jeans and jeans that look like it sold out in 10 minutes and are still <laughs> sold out to this day. It's wow. almost been a week. The food ordered <laughs> everywhere. Everyone ordered that same meal that she had that night just because she had it. Yeah. Which I think is like, and that's all Gen Z doing that. No, no millennials oh, yeah. out there that's, looking at Taylor Swift yeah. going, I need that shirt right now.
1: No. Yeah, like it exactly. just shows
0: you the the impact that mm-hmm. a celebrity like Taylor Swift has on culture. Yeah. It, it's sure. crazy.
1: And it in like extending on that point, sometimes it's not even now she's really prominent, like you said, but another huge one that we all know, I'm sure, Dion Sanders.
0: Oh, Coach Prime. It's,
1: Coach Prime. Every single I'm seeing B-dubs commercials with Coach Prime, mm-hmm. All-State commercials, with All Affleck. State. Yeah, like, Affleck. you're right, it's Aflac. Every single commercial, especially if it's a game day, he's in it. And I just think they're using, like you said, they're using celebrities to reach Gen Z and to get their attention. Yeah. To get them to spend money. And exactly. Like, like it's an, it's celebrity effect that Gen Z just cannot get enough of.
0: Yeah. I mean, Coach Prime is such a good example, especially because, like, you know, Taylor Swift is definitely targeted more towards the females, right? Yeah. But Coach Prime is more targeted towards the males. Like, (laughs) it's like, I don't, it's like someone planned for this to happen. Oh, we're going to have Taylor Swift get super popular for the girls, Coach Prime super popular for the guys, and we're going to sell them everything we can. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) I don't know the exact number of how much money that Coach Prime has brought in to Colorado. Do you know the exact number? It's just I don't. an insane amount of money that a program that has very little history. Yeah. Is getting like, it's getting the most coverage in the nation. Yes. When was the last time you saw a Georgia highlight tape? They're the number one team in the nation, a Michigan highlight tape. Uh, I haven't I, even seen I, that.
1: I haven't seen one. To I be haven't honest. even seen that, yeah.
0: except I'll yeah. watch eight different stories about coach prime getting blown out by oregon or keeping it close (laughs) with usc and it's just crazy the celebrity effect
1: the celebrity effect is it's here to stay yeah it is it will be
0: a huge part of marketing going forward yeah it's only going to grow it's Mm -hmm. it's only
1: going to grow and evolve and i'm curious to see who's the next right right who's going to be the next one taylor swift dion who's next Who's gonna yeah. just and it's so up. unpredictable?
0: <laughs> who would have predicted that? See Taylor Swift, you could predict, right? She's yeah, was famous, has a big fan following, and now she's like mega, super famous. Beatles famous, yeah. Coach <laughs> Prime, I would have never predicted ever that Deion Sanders would have been yeah. the most popular male celebrity right now. Yeah. So sure. yeah, who knows? You got any predictions? Any predictions, Nick? Next, next Ooh. one up. Ooh. I honestly don't you put me on the spot I don't yeah. I know to no, I don't about know that, but I don't know yeah I don't know I, I really don't know um yeah
1: it, it it's so unpredictable it's so unpredictable but like you said everything is evolving TikTok the business world Gen Z it's all flowing together in this big circle it's just rotating mm-hmm. and who knows where where we're going to end up yeah, exactly yeah, who knows? I think that's
0: what you can take away. Is who knows what's gonna happen next. Well, I say we take a quick break right there, and then when we come back, we're gonna hit you with the business side of marketing towards Gen Z.
1: Welcome back, guys. We are moving on to the second half of our show, and me and Jack, we are gonna be turning into call us professors Jack and Nick, because that's right. Be teaching, we're gonna be teaching all of you guys about the business side of Gen Z and marketing and how to recruit Gen Z into working into your own company and or field.
0: Yeah, exactly. So some background, when we're doing the research for this, we found a lot about marketing in the basic sense, like like a store marketing to you, to come yeah. shop, you know, advertisements. We, we also wanted to find like, what are companies doing to recruit Gen Z workers? Because, yeah. you know, we're starting to graduate. Um, we're starting to take over the workforce. What are companies uh, doing to recruit us? You would think there'd be a lot out there on it. But guess what? There's nothing out there on it. Minimal, yeah. So like Nick said, we are going to be telling you what companies should be doing if they are wanting to recruit Gen Z workers.
1: Yep. And I'd say some of the main things are, is just attracting us with, Ability to grow and what the culture offers is huge yeah. for us.
0: I think that's a great place to start. Yeah, culture. Um, Gen Z is very focused around um, values. I've learned in my business class, uh, we had this huge assignment that was just about finding what are your values and how do those affect you in your everyday life? And it really shows you that yeah. you're, each person is very driven by their values, um, yeah. even if you don't realize it. And, and I was reading a study just based on Gen Z, not necessarily in business, just Gen Z alone. And they're very value-driven, more so than uh, millennials and Gen yeah. X.
1: Yeah, and, and adding on to your point, you called it values. I actually had something in class too, and we called it finding your why. Yeah. What is your why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Why are you moving forward in this? And that's, that's what Gen Z is looking for. If they mm-hmm. can find a company to where Hey, this matches kind of what I'm thinking. Like exactly. how I value things. What's my why? Perfect. It's gonna be a great fit. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's a huge driving factor.
0: Just like you said. I mean, it, I don't know if it's exactly number one because yeah. everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's. Some people are uh, solely money based. They don't care what they're doing. They'll do it for the right price but some people are definitely um and i'd say more so than others are value-based and want to be doing something that they like and something that um they think is very contributing to society Um, yeah exactly in in a positive way yeah something that can help them grow into their career exactly so yeah like if i was a company like if i were to give you guys advice listening if you were trying to recruit gen z i would say set up a way that you can have some sort of initiative, or some way of almost giving back to the community that you're in. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you were like a store, and like a local store, you could say, Well, hey, if you come work for us on the corporate side, you know, we donate a percentage of everything sold in the store to charity, we once yeah. a, once a quarter, we go out and, and do community work and stuff like that, that will yeah. really attract young workers to your business, into your uh, corporate, or just like if it was a store working in the store, you know, that is a huge driving factor.
1: No, I I mean, I couldn't agree with that more. I was, if you, if you weren't going to mention that, I was going to mention having some kind of a meaning and then a community, make it Mm -hmm. feel like it's a community, not just a nine to five sit down. And I get it, like those jobs, they're always going to be there, right? They're never going to go away. But to attract more of our generation, we're looking for something different. Exactly. Every, every, every day doesn't have to be different, but make it sound more meaningful and, and things of that nature. Yeah, and being different, that's another huge thing. Um, kind of like
0: you, what you said with nine to five, a lot of Gen Z workers and a lot of young people are looking for more of, um, I mean, you're always gonna have a boss, right? There's always gonna yeah. be someone in charge, but they're looking more of like a team effort where the boss is also mm-hmm. involved. like they don't yeah. want to go into a job where to get to the head guy you have to talk to your boss and they have to talk to their boss and then their boss no. and then their yeah. boss and where like it almost feels like your voice just isn't being heard
1: yeah and and what what they call that I believe is they, the open door policy yes each per- yes each person on that ladder of of hierarchy is it's always open always open yeah. to hear your voice that's like you said that's another huge thing having our voices be heard yeah, if, if have you have an kind of input or a question, we're not afraid to ask it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, open door policy. Like if you were, I would advertise that like crazy. If you're like, hey, come work for our company. We are very open door policy forward. Like yeah. if you had to go to the CEO to ask a question, go for it. Now, it doesn't have to be that extreme. That is that yeah. a lot, especially in a big company. But you get the idea. Like definitely yeah. communication is key.
1: Yeah, it's it's more so that just the the opportunity for that to happen is still able to happen. It's not mm-hmm. like like you said, you got to talk to this manager, who's got to talk to that, who's got to talk to this. Yeah, it's like it's you're not necessarily
0: whole... going to talk to your super yeah. high up boss every single day. Yeah. But if you needed to, you could.
1: Yeah, exactly. And another change in topics here, but another huge thing that I think Gen Z is looking for. And let me know what you're thinking on this too, Jack, is work-life balance.
0: Yes, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I know Nebraska, we talked about it a lot last year. Here at Utah, we've talked about it a lot. So I know it's not just uh, one school yeah. jumping ahead of the curve. It's all Gen Z, especially, I think, due to COVID. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be working online and you'd get everything done. And that was it. You know, you, if you got done in three hours, you got done in three hours. And then you could go... Yeah. Hang out with your family or go outside. Um, you ha- you have a, a life balance, <laughs> exactly, and yeah, it's self-explanatory. You know, the work-life
1: balance. You want to be able to do yeah.
0: other things and not work nine to five exactly. every single day.
1: And now, as for me and Jack's perspective, as in Gen Z as well, we're not asking for ten-hour work weeks and no, for us not to be all. thirty vacation days. Like, no, like we no. still have our full-time jobs, but. Having the ability to still have life outside of work, especially yeah. if it's just start of your career kind of thing, to where it doesn't have to take over your full entire day. If you're mm-hmm. in like a specific field, a doctor or working towards that, like okay, it's going to take a lot of time, right?
0: Yeah, but so just some jobs can't avoid yeah.
1: it. Having something there to kind of balance that out for Gen Z is going to be really a huge factor.
0: Yeah, like if you were at a career fair and you you had two booths and they were the same industry, everything, but one said we give you a very good work life balance. We make sure that you're not working nine to five every day. You get yep. different hours, flexible hours, and then one company's like, "No, you're nine to five, five days a week." Which one are you going to choose? Exactly. <laughs> and every single. Um, well, maybe not every single, I'd say 99% of Gen Z would choose the flexible I would, hours work-life balance. A lot.
1: Yeah, 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 and it's even just companies, like, even if companies think that they are, how do I want to word this, that they are marketing that, we have great work-life balance, without actually having that in your quote-unquote, like, flyer or article, or whatever it may be, that, like, mm-hmm. that's one of your key values that's going to either sh- like take people That will hinder it, the, yeah. Yeah, it's going to hinder it. Even though you probably have great work-life balance, work-life balance, but if it's not there to be seen as far as like getting somebody into the door, yeah, yes. like you said, it, it's going to make a that's huge- That's a
0: great job. point. Yeah, like if you were on Indeed or another job website and you were looking for a job and it didn't immediately say um in one of the first few items that there's a good work-life yeah. balance and you wouldn't even click on it even yeah. if it was lower down, even if it was way at the bottom, no mm-hmm. one – well, not no one, but a lot of people won't even click on it if they don't see it as one of the first few things because it's such a big deal nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And then this m- maybe isn't as a big of a deal like work-life work, life, work, work life balance, but I think it's in the same category now with the online work. Like that has yeah. really ex- exploded with along with online school that we talked about the mm-hmm. other week. Yeah. And it's not necessarily – um as sought after as work-life balance will be like you won't work-life balance even in your online job
1: yeah exactly
0: but yeah online if you have some sort of program that you can implement um, especially if like you were wanting a corporate job like someone to work at a computer all day if you could make that job an online job you would get a lot more traction from gen z workers because they'd be like well you know what it is a corporate job, you know, I'd have to be on my computer a lot, but at least I'm at my own house. Yes. Yeah. So that's another huge thing that you could advertise.
1: Yeah. And to that point too, like, even if, if Gen Z is just starting in their careers, right. Even if a company is not able to make it fully online, just even half of the time you're able to work from home Mm -hmm. or you have to come into the office. Like if it's just from home, normal work, but if there's like a meeting or whatever, you gotta come into the office. That's still like that's a huge I'd be huge, totally, I'd be totally okay with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like that's a huge draw for a lot yeah. of younger workers is that online option.
1: Mm-hmm. And it,
0: it's kind of like the open door. Like, even if they don't do it originally, um, they want that option to be there in case something happens. Yeah. Or they find out, you know, I, I hate going into the office every single day. <laughs> I want to go in every other day, you know? Yeah. So that's another big thing. And then I'd say finally, the last major thing that I can really think of is marketing with technology and kind of towards technology. A lot of Gen Z has grown up with some yes. sort of technology mm-hmm. for almost their whole life. Phones, computers, laptops, TVs. We, yeah, exactly. We've kind of had
1: the beginning of advanced technology Yeah, through our whole lives, pretty much.
0: Yeah, so Gen Z is very good. It's better than any other generation with technology. Just With everyone being able to use it. So not even necessarily like the advanced stuff, you know, you'd still have to teach and and train. But just basics understanding of technology. If you have some sort of way that you can show, hey, look, our company, you know, we don't don't even use notebooks here. You know, you work for us, you get a Surface Book, and that's how you take notes in a meeting and stuff or anything like that. I always think of, have you ever seen the Google... Like office campus. I think they have a whole campus for their offices. I've seen I mean, photos of they've it. They've yeah. got like cool standing desks. They have giant yeah. touchscreen walls. Um, Like they have a, you can like be on the treadmill while yeah. working. Like they yeah. have all these cool technology it's, options yeah. that you can do during your everyday uh, life. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge draw. I mean, Google hires a lot of
1: young workers. Of, yeah. Yeah, And I mean, just, just hearing about that from you makes me think that sounds awesome, like, right, right. Yeah, Technology makes the, the workplace environment. I don't even know how I want to say it, it makes it so much more. I don't even know if modern is the word.
0: Yeah. I think just that's a so, good word for it. Like modern, it just so much right? more
1: modern or different and it brings like a whole vibrant. New, yeah. It brings it, a whole new it, aspect to, to work exactly it's not your
0: like stereotypical you're gonna go sit in a cubicle with no natural sunlight and just stare at a computer screen all day yeah you know it it gives a lot of life to work that is like probably how i would describe it yeah it gives you an yeah life to work that's so if if you have your own company or you know you're really looking to market towards gen z you could just and it's the simple things you don't have to go out and get a huge wall that is touchscreens or get everyone's surface books like (laughs) if you can just come up with a few ways to kind of switch it up a little bit um Mm -hmm. and just implement some little technologies like a lot of people like standing desk or i like the treadmill idea i think that's awesome like you could be it's got like a screen built into it and you bring like a workout clothes and you know you can be on your (laughs) meeting while on a treadmill or something like i think that's
1: awesome yeah and i mean even into like the bring it back to like early technology um, becoming involved with work. Right. No more checks or pay stubs. It's all online. Right. Mm -hmm. So having that, having like clocking in and out of work, just through your phone technology, just something 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 like that, which is so minimal. Most people would probably just look right by it, but in Gen Z it's like, okay, that's, That's a cool. huge draw. Like, oh, I can use my phone. I can see my paycheck. I can see my hours. I can see everything. And I don't have to like look at the charts and look at a a pay of and all that.
0: Yeah, I know for just for me, like at my current job right now, we like the way that we clock in is very, our, let me put it this way. Our system of, you know, checking out is from 2007. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things that just are slow and are not needed and clocking in is one of them um we have to you know write down in a really weird it's like military time mixed with decimals is the best way i describe it it's very inefficient the one nice thing though is we can you know we use paychecks um so we can get our information on on the phone which is incredible because i do not want to sit there and look through all the papers of me writing my hours down and calculating it like that it's yeah it's it's crazy so (laughs) if if i had the option to stay here or go to a similar job that had a much newer system then I would lean towards that other one, yeah. just based on the technology
1: alone. Mm-hmm. And, and this kind of brought me up to it. It made me think of something else too, that kind of the work-life balance slash having some sort of a mental health and good resources available mm-hmm. for, yeah. for incoming employees and like current staff having good like health resources is going to, is, is very important. now. Yeah. I'm sure everyone
0: knows, like you hear about mental health all the
1: time now, how,
0: yeah. and it's not just a Gen Z thing. Everyone no, that's, has mental it's health. becoming a and, trend in, in all yeah. generations. I just think Gen Z is pushing a lot. And so if you mm-hmm. could offer up some sort of support system where, Hey, if you're really having a bad day, you know, you can stop into the company therapist's office yeah. and just vent for five minutes, even, yeah. you know, that would be a huge draw. All right. Well, I think our lecture is just about over. So if anyone has any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Like we would love to talk more, more about this, but sadly we don't get paid enough to lecture for eight hours by
1: the school yeah. district of H3HR. No. This is not quite the full-time job. Yet. Yeah. yeah. But like, like Jack said, we love, we would love to hear from you guys any questions we would, mm-hmm. we, anything, let us yeah. know.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. And we're just going to take one more quick break. And I got to say, I think Little Slim might have just pulled up to the studio here. We we might be hearing from him here when we come back. I think I saw him too. Well, guys, it is now that time. If you remember last episode, we had a game time. And if Nick lost the game time, he had to do a punishment. And well, lo and behold, he came close. It was very close. Tougher game. (laughs) And he did end up losing. And that punishment was I'm going to give him a topic and he's going to have to write a little verse, rap, rhyme, poem, and and sing it on this episode today. So, guys, I gave him his topic and it was random. His topic was cowboy hats. So, we're (laughs) going to welcome for his debut song, a verse from his debut song, Little Slim.
1: Take it away. All right. Well, thank you for having me on the show. We, are as Jack said, I lost the last game time, so I am here with the punishment. Now I am not. I just want to put this out there. I am not a, a really rhythmic guy. I'm, not rhyming <laughs> and putting a song together was it was a struggle. And for whenever I got the text that it was about cowboy hats, I said, "Oh boy, this is this is gonna be fun." Yeah. Yeah. But so
0: just remember this for when it wins a Grammy though. Okay? Yeah, That's all I got. <laughs> all
1: right. So here we go. Jack, how about this? Give me a countdown and I will start singing this verse. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Are are you ready? I am ready. ready? Yeah. And just and to through. remind, we're talking about I had to include something cowboy hat. So Yes. <clears throat> all right, here we go. In three, two, one, go. Way out west where the corn don't grow and the tub and weeds flow and the red dirt roads. Cowboys be doing their thing. You already know, tipping their caps. What you call that? A cowboy hat.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo! little slim <laughs> little slim in the house oh
1: man oh man i felt like a rapper right there for a second that was incredible that blew
0: my expectations out of the water <laughs> that's a grammy song that, was... that is a grammy song right there that's that's the main chorus we have more yeah coming there soon.
1: we go more coming soon that was impressive that was so good a great job
0: <laughs> that was incredible i tell you,
1: I tell you what for everybody listening, I was absolutely terrified to just yeah. sing that. <laughs> and
0: I'm sure everyone will agree with me. That was very good. This is not something that I gave Nick five days to come up with. I told him this an hour ago. I wanted it to be a challenge. I mean, it's a punishment. Yep. And you knocked it out of the
1: park. That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you, it was fun. I tell you what. Cowboy hats off to little (laughs) Slim. That's right. Tipping their cap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: Oh, that that was great. That was a
1: jam. Now for the final way we always end the show. The quote of the show. Got to. We love it. Got to. And recapping today, we talked about everything Gen Z in the marketing aspect and also corporate aspect with hiring and recruiting. And we also talked a little bit about football and Taylor Swift. Sorry. Sorry to mention that, but Taylor Uh, Swift. Yeah. And she is today's quote of the show. This is directly from Taylor Swift. Yeah. Little Slim is a Swifty. I am a a (laughs) Swifty. But all right. here Taylor said, if you're lucky enough to be different, if you're lucky enough to be different, don't ever change. And I just think that goes great with Gen Z is this change from what we have seen. Everybody's different, right? Yep. If you're lucky enough that's to perfect. be different, don't ever
0: change. Yeah, I think that is a great way to end the show right there. that That's a great quote. <laughs> Always delivering with the, You delivered with the music. You delivered with the <laughs> quote. It was a good episode today with you, Nick.
1: That was a fun t- I had a blast guys. Thank you for tuning in. I me and Jack enjoy doing this. I know we say that every week but yeah. we truly look we, forward
0: we, we mean it. Like it's it is really fun. So
1: <laughs> yeah, if you guys um
0: want to reach out to us, feel free especially about um you know, marketing towards Gen Z, we would help you in any way even if it's just a simple message we can get back to you. So yeah. um thank you once again for listening guys. Thanks for tuning
1: in. Bye for now.